Dancing, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live. It's the way that we live. And I Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Annalisa. And I'm Reese. And this is To, to Ellen, Ellen Back, Generation, Generation Q. Q. Oh my God, we, already we did, did it. it. We did it all at the same time because this is such a special episode. We are all sitting in the same room for the first time in so long. Yeah, we on made momentous it. occasion. And this is exciting for most of us and for all of you at home, but it's mostly exciting for Carol. Yeah, Carol's <laughs> sitting in my lap right now. Carol, Carol is having friends. so excited. I was, as I've maybe talked about, I was in Cincinnati for most of the summer and then I was in New York and then I was in Toronto and then I was in Philly and that was first, I don't know, I was traveling around and then I drove from New York to LA with a couple friends and got in yesterday. And I'm so happy to be back in LA. I do want to shout out a couple people who I met at a oh, lesbian right. bar oh, in right. Denver. Oh, right, yeah, you want, yeah. Um, Darren, Shar, Jasmine, Sophia. <laughs> um, it was so nice meeting you all. And uh, I wish that LA had a bar like that. It's pretty wild that more cities don't have lesbian bars. Yeah. And that there's only 21 that exist. According 21 to 21 now? I thought it was the last number I knew was 26. According to the Lesbian Bar Project, um, it's 21. It was like five. <laughs> no, it's 21. I mean, so the one in Columbus was the other one I went to, Columbus, yeah. Ohio. And that's also a pizza place. Which oh. one is that? Is that Slammers? That's, that's Slammers. convenient. Yeah, so it's a pizza place slash lesbian bar. Um, I didn't get to really enjoy that one as much because we got there right as it was closing. So we sort of got to go and see it. And then they were like, we're not serving you a drink. And we're like, that's cool. We came in at closing. Um, I lived but, in Columbus for like two weeks and I did not go to Slammers, but I wanted to. Maybe if I lived there three weeks, yeah, I would have made it. It's okay. Well, speaking of lesbian bars, <gasps> should we get into this episode? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So much to talk about. So this is Gen Q episode 206. It is directed by Cottrell and Kindred, who's directed episodes of Good Trouble and The Shy, as well as some shorts. Um, it is written by... Marja Lewis Ryan, who you know, and it's also written by Lisa Quintella, who this is her first TV writing job previously was an entertainment and culture writer for Entertainment Weekly, among other places. And also she has a BFA from Tish. So I do feel like this person and I have a lot in common. And that's exciting to me as someone who someday would love to write for Generation Q. Um, the other person who wrote on this episode was Julia Hannafin. And this is also her first TV writing job and is otherwise a fiction writer. This is like pretty common where like newer staff writers will have their first credit on an episode like with the showrunner. Like that's mm -hmm. sort of like a pretty normal like first episode credit situation. Right. So that's how it'll be for me when... Yes, when you're also writing it. We'll, we'll be the yeah. two. We'll, it'll be the two of us yeah. and Marcia writing yeah. the Christmas episode. Yeah. Yeah. Great. In many ways, Reese is like the showrunner of this podcast. And Drew and I originally were like staff writers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Now, we, now we keep getting episodes. We've really been crushing. Oh, look at us. <laughs> um, oh, and this episode's called Love Shack, which we know why. Because yeah. Well, That's what we're saying at karaoke. Yeah, well, I was going to say. Sorry, spoiler. I was going to say we're, we're going to get there, but I, yeah. Everyone already knows. That's true. They've already seen it. Yes, that's true. Great. Should we get into the episode? Let's get into Let's it. Let's do it. 
I'm just so happy. I'm so happy to be doing this episode. This is, I'm just going to start up at the top and I know we should do save this for the end, but I think this is my favorite episode of the L word. Definitely generation Q top three ever. Wow. wow. Yeah. Big. Wow. So I don't um, know. I'm a big fan. I don't know. I have not talked Teresa and Elisa about it at all. So I don't know if we're on the same page, but this is the energy I'm bringing into this. I did text you guys. Oh, I love this episode yeah, after I, I saw it. And that was like three weeks before you guys saw <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I also loved it, but I think potentially Drew was just excited to be watching it in the land where it's set. That's true. I am Angeles. really excited to be back in LA. And you know who's also excited about being in LA is the L Word Generation Q because they started this episode with like the longest we're in LA mm-hmm. and not just we're in LA, but we're in Sunset Junction. <laughs> we're on the east side. This is not the WeHo of the original of word. Mm-hmm. Also the um, saga cell, the like 30 second at the beginning, like tells you what happened on the last mm-hmm. episode uh-huh. felt eternal. Yeah. That's not really about the recap, but like I was just like, I've, there's I've, a lot to catch. We cover all the storylines. this episode, the, exactly. So we really had to like, well, except Angie. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Well, because it was a party at a bar. She's sense. underage. That's a good point. She yeah. couldn't come. God, you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we start with Micah and Danny on a run together. Very LA activity. Um, Not relatable to me, but... <laughs> no, I mean, me neither, but... <laughs> in theory, I guess. In theory, an LA activity. You, you don't run. No. no none of mm-hmm. us are runners Not here. with friends, especially. No. Yeah, because that would be embarrassing for me because my running is like a speedy walk. Got it. Yeah. Well, um, I'm like a mall walker <laughs> when I run, you know? So um, Danny's talking about getting a dog. It's just really nice, like, friendship moments with the two yeah. of them. Like, I think it's something we've been asking for for a while is, like, actually getting to, like, the dynamic of their friendship. And it's so fun to see. And it's just, like, it's light and it's fun. And then Micah reveals his secret. Which is that he had sex with a woman. And? And it turns out we were wrong. He was not supposed to be bisexual from the start. <laughs> that was just something we made up in our head. That oh. was just what I believed because he had had sex I, with Danny. Yeah, so he had I dated know. Danny. So I was like, he's bi, but he's just dating men because that's usually what know. happens with trans men on TV shows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. Um, but I guess he's not. But now he is. But now he is. Yeah. Which is great. And he does reveal to Danny that it's Sophie's sister, Montevel. Yes. Yeah. And she has a very funny reaction. Yeah. She's like, was she better than me? Which is just, it's just <laughs> it's so that's fun. Cute. Yeah. I just love this I whole want, scene. He then he, he discloses, and I also love this episode, but he discloses that they have not spoken in a week. What? Yeah. In, I'm sorry. In what universe? They used to text every day. They have sex. And then radio silence for From a both week. Of them? Okay, this is my justification of this. Oh I'm, God! I'm, I can't I'm wait. In, I can't wait. Now I'm in full I, justi- no, Now no. I'm in full justification <laughs> wow. mode because I okay. like this episode. So now it's a thing I like. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so my interpretation of it, I assume that they texted like right afterwards, right? And then okay, so you're writing, you're writing it, and then <laughs> and then <laughs> and then like five days pass. Okay. <laughs> Micah would say, like, we have not talked for a week. Like, I just feel like my emotional friends would be like, oh, my God, this person hasn't talked to me. Like, after we had sex, 
they've been gone for weeks and it's like weeks how long has it been they're like six days you know so yeah. like i think that was my interpretation of it the l word isn't great with time look it's but, the l word like sophie says favorite. later she hasn't seen fiddly in a week yeah so are they on the same exaggeration <laughs> schedule i don't know i think maybe it could be like a five day okay six day i just want to say that like if you have sex with your really close friend who you've had a crush on someone, someone who you who talk, you to, talk to, to all the time every day who you call in mild emergencies who you call in mild emergencies which just means you had to talk to bat porter that day then like <laughs> and they don't talk for a week Fully i insane. would be dying yeah. i would be completely dead at this point i would not be on a run i would be in my bed i would be i was I just about to be, say i wouldn't bring this up to danny like as a <laughs> as like a the third point in the Fair. thing like, okay. so That's, i had yes. sex with a woman it's monty bell yes she hasn't texted me like i would have gone into this run being like we need to fucking talk <laughs> and as soon as danny started talking to me about how she's like using her dad's evil empire to like do good in the world. Right. I would have been like, ah, da, 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 da. <laughs> I have something that I need to talk about actually. Yes, that so is let's fair. That focus. is fair. That is fair. I think I just like don't take time very seriously on the L word as part of it. And also like, yeah, no, of course that'd be crazy. But what I got from yeah, you're right. Thing, and later their interactions are totally normal and make complete sense. So I think <laughs> no, they, they once, once, we get to, once we get to I that. Have complaints about, it's not a perfect episode of television. It's just, I love it so much. So yeah, I other, do. I love it. Too. The other thing I love is that is like Danny saying that she has a pseudo sexual friendship with Gigi. Yes, perfect. That is, that is such perfect. a great description of so many things. I just, I love it so much. And then Micah is saying that like they trauma bonded. It just, everything felt so gay and so yeah. real. Like the, the way that they were talking about these things, like, yes, yeah, some of the like timing and specifics are a little bit like what, but like, it all just felt so gay and real. I was like, is this my favorite scene the show's ever done? I'm, I'm in a great mood today, if you can't tell. And I just like, I was so excited. Drew, Drew is thriving today. So, yeah, I'm in a really good mood. But anyways, we get to the credits. Um, well, okay. One oh, more thing I wanted oh, yes, to say about please. this scene though, is that like, it does feel extremely gay even down to the fact that Danny and Micah seem to have forgotten that there are other bars in Los Angeles that they can go to. They're like, we must go to Dana's. Yeah. And, but they and it's our right. And like, sure you must. And yeah. it is your right. You should be able to take up space where your ex yeah. like goes. But also Danny's like, I could punch Finley. I don't know where it'll go. It's like, you could just go to Akbar or it's any but other. It's, but it's, we're, we're, in this world of the L word, this podcast Dana's, is sponsored by Akbar. <laughs> I love Akbar. Um, I've never been to Akbar. Oh my god! Well, I've been there when, once. Isn't that where Danny and Sophie met? Yes, it is. Okay, so that was a bad example. She could go to <laughs> somewhere else, White Castle. It's right there on the corner. So true. Okay, so the reason why we know that karaoke is at Dana's is because Alice says it to Sophie. Uh, yeah, is makes a, is like see you there, and Sophie mentions that she hasn't talked to Finley in a week. Also, we should talk about the fact that Alice is in a bubble. bubble. Massive oh, yeah. inflatable yeah, in a hamster master. ball. Yeah, I mean, sure. Of course. Yeah. Um, but also, I, another thing is that Alice like said that she might ask Tom to go. Uh -huh. And Sophie re like just talked to her like it was completely normal. <gasps> I was ready for like, oh, oh, you're going to ask a man? You know, but she was just like, oh, cool. What, yeah. what are you going to ask him? Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is. It's growth. It's great. Wild. Not the yeah. L word of your. <laughs> right. Well, it's still, I mean. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> um, okay. So then we go to Dana's, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And Tess and Finley are setting up for karaoke night. And Tess is like, Finley, invite Brit. Yeah. Who is the person that Finley was having sex with last yes. episode. And is it the first character on the show that uses they, them pronouns? Yeah. Which yes. is exciting. And we don't actually get to spend say, any time with them. I guess but. it must be exciting for them living their life outside <laughs> of the world of the L yeah. They don't come back. But it, did, it felt like a little clip of like, this is how you can just use theta pronouns yeah. in conversation, like yeah. a little educational clip for everyone at home to see. Um, I, I Something that is 
wild is that Tess is like keeps thanking Finley for like coming in and it's like <laughs> you're having a karaoke night. She's your employee. She's your one employee. Like again, there we, are we do she, learn that no she, one it's so silly. has done a worse <laughs> at their job yeah. ever than Finley on this evening. And then unbelievable. They have other employees though. Yes, they do. Yeah. We see that. Yeah. And then Sophie's there. Chaos. <laughs> Alice texted Tom thinking of you when everyone at the table is like, oh honey. Oh. Really? Is that bad? Okay, it's bad. It's just so... What? Boring? Pathetic? Lame. Basic. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, shit. She is here. Yeah. yeah. Shane tells Sophie no drama. And Shane forgets that she runs a dyke bar and is like, yeah. no one calls drama yeah. tonight. It's yeah, like, I'm like, oh, we're having shove it. We're having a big event at the <laughs> gay bar. Like, th there's going to be drama. Yeah. I do think that it's fair of Shane in part because... She's like, I need my star employee, Sarah Finley. Um, <laughs> to be on top of her yeah. game tonight. Um, and then I really like that Alice called Shane a Nana for... Yeah. That was mm -hmm. cute. Oh, you're like a Nana. Um, no drama. Do you want that in your bar? Right? No, 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 no. I totally can't. I also love that Beck comes in singing. Hey! Hi! Hi, hi, hi! Oh. I did my vocal warm-ups in the car. That Whoa. was so crazy! That was wild. Yeah. I was like, who... Are you just just some fun for the folks just at home? Little, yeah, yeah, just a little bit of fun for getting that. ready, getting fun ready for karaoke. She's been doing her vocal warm ups in the car. Uh huh. Yes, and Alice mentions that she's also trying to bone someone who she works with. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just again, we're just getting like fun friendship, yeah, stuff bonding over inappropriate workplace dynamics. I mean, for Alice, she's no longer working with Tom as an editor, so I think right. that is perfectly fine in my book. Bet is or in her book that. Nice. <laughs> Bet is always actively pursuing artists both on a romantic and professional level. Yeah, like it's, it's very rare that she's just doing one version. Yeah, there was some yeah. discourse in the comments of our uh, our post from last week about how Bet is an abusive monster. And I just want to say that, yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, she's <laughs> yeah. hot and she's fun to watch and it's a soap opera, so I let a lot go. But, like, yeah, I don't think anyone thinks that Bet Porter makes great choices overall in her life of this show. The commenter was like, if this person was a man, honestly, if she was a real person and still exactly the same, otherwise she'd be yeah. a nightmare and I wouldn't associate with her. Watching her on a television show, I'm in love with her and she can do anything she wants. <laughs> and sometimes Jennifer Beals comes in singing to a scene. Yeah, and you're so, like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Also um, wearing like, I liked her outfit. I like, I like it when people pull off sneakers with mm, like suit wear, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and they mentioned that she is not like Shane's like, who are you chasing? I know it's not Gigi. So everyone right. kind of knows that right. that dynamic. is has yeah. fizzled. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just want to note that even at this point in watching the episode, I wrote down, is this the best episode <laughs> ever? True. <laughs> so premature. <laughs> I'm so happy. Because this is what Nothing I has want. happened I yet. I just want them being friends and being gay and being funny and being like decently written. Um, um, then we have a highly erotic. I was gonna say this is for Reese. Chord play, yes, because yes. I fucking love like those moments of uh -huh. like the are our hands gonna touch for a uh -huh. second? Like uh -huh. oh, it uh -huh. drives me bananas. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that's between Sophie and Finley because Sophie's trying to help her with the chords because, of course, Finley doesn't know to, how to do anything. Sure. And uh, then Sophie just asks if she's avoiding her and Finley's like, nope, even though she obviously is. Mm -hmm. And then they sort of like linger. So it's clear that, you know, there's some tension there. There's some erotic something and romantic tension there. There's something that's in the air tonight. Happening. Yeah. It's, it's and there. Tess walks up and Finley says that she didn't wear deodorant. Oh, yeah. So Finley goes into the back yeah, to, talk, to, talk to, to talk to Tess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she said she didn't wear deodorant, and that is confusing to me. 
um, as is why she has a jacket on if she's hot, yes. and also why she has, in fact, two jackets on if she's hot. <laughs> Very chaotic, <laughs> a, energy a jacket from and a sweater, Bailey, as usual. Yeah, and also like one is zipped up just this far. It's <laughs> it drove me nuts the whole time. Yeah, um, but um, other than that, I love the episode. And then Sherry calls Tess. Yeah. Then back with Bet, Alice, and Shane. Shane tells Bet and Alice about Sherry. Mm-hmm. Also, when Finley's back there with Tess. Tess is like, you should tell Sophie to stop hitting on you if it makes you feel mm-hmm. bad. And Finley's yes. like, oh, I, okay, I definitely will. Okay, I definitely won't. And I was like, good, good. Because yeah. uh, by the way, like now I've seen this episode, honestly, five times, um, maybe more than that. But uh, at the in this moment, like when I was watching it for the first time, I was like, Finley's going to call Brett at mm-hmm. any moment. And mm-hmm. this is all, all of my dreams are going to be dashed. So I was very tense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But luckily uh, they didn't do that. No. Um. The one thing I do want to say about what Tess tells Finley is that first she gives really good advice, which is talk to her. Yeah. And then she gives really bad advice, which is tell her to back off. Yes. It's like, why do we have to go in so confrontational? <laughs> just say talk to her, actually. Like, that yeah. might be the best place to start. Mm, yeah. Just chat about what you both are feeling. Right. Anyway. Tess is dating Sherry Jaffe, so the choice is being Not made. Not for long. <laughs> so Shane tells her friends that Sherry stopped by. She says nothing happened. They're both like, oh my gosh, Sherry Jaffe. And I would just like everyone to know it's Sherry Peroni now. I feel like everyone forgot. <laughs> about season three uh, well i mean she has been divorced since 2006 i know that but 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 they didn't know her as sherry prony and so Fair. don't you think that like there's still people like i when i tell stories about people i went to middle school with who on facebook i now know are married i don't use their new names i'm like blah 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 blah, blah. well and like right. the real estate that sherry jaffe as sherry jaffe probably Occupies, occupied yeah. in their conversations mm-hmm. in 2005 yeah. is yes. like that's always going to be Sherry fucking Jaffe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't believe Shane that nothing happened, Mm -hmm. um, which is common, I guess, (laughs) but there's still that sense that something happened. happened. And then this is when Bet says that there was no connection with Gigi because it wasn't a meeting of the minds. They're so, (laughs) they're so rude about Gigi. He's so mean to her. But I also think kind of that they're just like jaded. Like they're just kind of over being at a gay party and like, doing this stuff with like exes of exes yeah, and sure. that's like kind of the sense too but yeah bet is, sure. about bet is really and i didn't like it yeah yeah and then bet and alice complain about Gigi talking about her feelings which i did think was really funny like i really like the fact that it's like these people don't know how to communicate and this person who does know how to communicate like they cannot handle being in that i mean that's what happened with jody too when jody right. came into their lives it yeah was like, everyone was like Ugh. it was like who's this person who, <laughs> who like wants to know what's happening yeah that's so weird yeah yeah they preferred like a submissive tina yeah everyone wanted a tina um so sophie says to maribel that finley's avoiding her for sure mm-hmm. and then as they look then they look up and we all see danny Gigi, and micah enter the arena Incredible. and Gigi is wearing (laughs) (laughs) the sleeves and neck of a turtleneck. Uh Uh-huh. That's crucial. Um, (sighs) My roommate's dad, remember when those like magic scarves were sort of like a big deal? They were like tube of fabric and you could just like make them into a sweater, Mm -hmm. basically like Y2K type stuff. And like, you know, like little bolero sweaters were kind of a big deal. Yeah. He used to call them sweateries, like sweater accessories. Like they're not a real sweater. Wow. This, I looked at this and I was like, that's a sweatsery. Yeah, this is a next like, level sweatsery. This is the canonical sweatsery in my mind. And it's like, she is there to have a normal night. And I don't know how anyone who's there who could speak to her and not think like, what happened? I this Every I'm, single time that Drew's about to say that it's her favorite outfit. No, no, no. Outfit I am not seen. going to do that. I am not going to do that. What I was going to say is that I really enjoy when hot people wear bad fashion <laughs> because I love to be like, oh, you are hot enough that 
you, that's true you can put that like if, if I, I wore that it would be yeah over. you know what i mean like, i wouldn't even leave the house i'd like, put that on and be like wait yeah no. like Gigi can Gigi walks in in that and i would be like that is weird and also wow you still somehow look hot yeah i'm really impressed by you like i do think that it's something that like that top tier of hot people can do yeah and i think they should continue to do it because um, <laughs> right. no one that's else true. is gonna buy those clothes so yeah yeah Every um, time I took notes about what Gigi was doing in one of these scenes, I talked about a different part. Like Gigi and her turtleneck are sitting yeah. next to Danny. Gigi's balloon sleeves have walked over. Like, oh my God. Danny looks amazing. Yeah. 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 Like she looks like you cheated on me and now yeah. I'm here. Yeah. There's a lot of cleavage on display. Like yeah. they really came to show out. Yeah. Which again they came to to fly. This is what it feels like to go to a gay yes. party after a recent breakup, yes. in mm-hmm. my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Having seen Micah with her own two eyeballs, uh-huh. Maribel is moved to spill to Sophie because they're all walking over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or and just Micah's walking Micah, over. Oh, yeah. Because Gigi takes Danny to the bar. Yeah. And shoots a little glance at Bet and Bet shoots a little glance uh-huh. at her. The I ghosted you glance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bet's look is I ghosted you and I'm not sorry. Yeah. And why? But yeah, Bet's glance just says, <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah. It's just right. like, hmm. um, so then I couldn't even begin to try to recount this conversation because it's the most unhinged thing I've ever It's really funny. But it is very funny. Everyone is really awkward and weird. Micah, you're here. Hi, yeah, I am here. Wow, this is just great. This is great. I mean, this is just so great. Are you are you being weird? Huh? Do you know something? Oh. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hi, hello. Yes, hi. Um, hi. <laughs> uh, let me know if you guys need anything. No, no, we're good. Thank you so much, though. Thank you for asking. Okay, so I actually need something. I need you to be nice to Danny tonight. Danny's here. She is, yeah, yeah. Uh, and can't you just have, like, a nice night out? You know, we can all try and be civilized. Is she going to punch me in the face again? Be honest. She hasn't been able to build that out. Copy. <clears throat> uh, but you're going to be nice to her, right? So. Yeah, God, yeah, of course. Yeah, same. You're just not, not too nice, you know? Okay, I get it. Everybody's gonna be normal because there's nothing to be weird about with any of us right right yeah, yeah right and then sophie pretends to take a phone call on yeah. her hand yeah. so she can leave them alone <laughs> to talk yeah. and um i do not understand what transpires next okay maribel says that she's just been busy with work uh-huh i mean i think it's played to be like she's clearly not been busy with work. She's clearly being awkward and it clearly makes no sense. And she clearly ghosted like that is, that was all, that was my read of the scene. Like, yeah. But then later she's upset. Well, we'll get to that. But I, but I think at this moment in time, I'm like, oh, she clearly wasn't just busy with work. No one's ever, I mean, we're, we all get busy with work, but yeah. you're not busy with work for a whole week after you have sex with your friend. Right. So I thought from this scene, for some reason, she's not interested, which I did not make sense to me at all. And I didn't know why she wasn't interested. I was like, did they have really bad sex? It seemed fine to me. I kind of kept thinking it was really bad. Yeah. I was like, oh, she doesn't know how to let Micah down easy. I, yeah. I do agree that the, the way that this eventually gets handled, that it is the thing about the episode that I think is the most like, oh, like it doesn't totally work yeah, for me, it, but I can justify it. But at this point in time, I'm just really happy because Micah and Maribel are having like awkward sort of poorly written <laughs> L word drama. And like, that is sort of what I've just been asking for, like for mm-hmm. both of these characters, like the, the fact that we're getting that there's all this chaos happening and it is just like 
it's the same sort of chaos with these two as opposed to it being like, oh, like we haven't talked because when Maribel and I were having sex, like we did something that uh, with my genitals that I felt bad. Like it's not it's like the first time on the show that we're just like Mike is part of the drama and mm. in the same space, not with Jose and off and somewhere else. It's right. like Mike is at the bar. Mike is in the drama space and it's all part of it. And I just think I was so excited about that. Yeah. That I justified some of the like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure. Well, it was also at this moment that I was like, oh, we're going to be in the bar the whole episode. Yeah. I guess I should have realized that. But something that I simply cannot justify. Here's the thing I'm maddest about in this episode. Bet, Alice, and Shane are going to do a karaoke song. Uh-huh. Yes. And they've made a whole to-do about how they never sing and they don't want to sing and they don't know which parts. And oh my God, what song has Alice picked? And they're grumbly, grumbly, grumbly about it. Uh-huh. And then these bitches... Sing <laughs> with harmonies. Yeah, they kill it. They yeah. have rehearsed. I'm sorry, you cannot tell me that these three people have not rehearsed this number. I don't think they have. They have Reese. Why am I the guy? I'm always the guy. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously? All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'm the guy. Yes, yes, yes. Ready? You see a faded sign at the side of the road that says. Okay, so first of all, Alice was in The Murmurs, and yes. she was in Aha uh-huh, Her. Yes. So she's a professional well, singer Lisha, and performer. Lisha, Haley, right, not what? Alice. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> no, but there's a. I mean, like, <laughs> yes, I was. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, it's so fun to see Lisha Haley performing. Yeah, because she's so that. good. I'm not mad that they performed. I'm thrilled that they performed. I wish that they would just be honest as characters. Yeah. Alice, yeah. Bet, and Shane would just be honest Come and clean say, clean about your rehearsal. Yeah. Sometimes we rehearse. Yeah. Alice makes us yeah. fucking rehearse this in yeah. Bet's basement, and it's embarrassing. But they we don't do even it. rehearse and and they just go <laughs> I know we want to ignore season six but we should say that like based on the dance competition I think it's clear that these are people who would like rehearse mm. and who would you know right. whatever and I just think own that they're sure. all so like oh this is such a silly thing I can't believe okay here's my routine and yeah. instead you could just be like yeah we love karaoke let's just do this one song that we kill every single time um, yeah. Yes. I would. And they killed it. Yes. And they killed it. This. It was such joy. Yes, it was. But I also, in keeping with talking about Leisha Haley's musical performances, I would also just like to mention All Over Me and that she plays a musician yes. in it. It's an incredible mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And um, she has pink hair and is really cool in it. So yeah, it's a should, great film. Should, I love it. You should watch it. Anyways, um, yes, they kill Love Shack. So while they're performing Love Shack, everybody gets to make meaningful eye contact with mm-hmm. someone. Right. Or look at somebody longingly. Mm-hmm. They're not playing the music. Well, they're filming the dancers in the audience. No, no certainly not. <laughs> like the way, like when they pan to the crowd and Finley, like no one has ever been happier than they are <laughs> watching Love Shack, which actually makes sense because I was delighted yeah. watching them do Love Shack. When they put the clip finally on YouTube, I'm going to watch it probably five more times. It, yeah. Was, yeah, so it was so good. good. It was so really cute. It was it. so fun. Yeah, it was really fun. But we also get a little dialogue here. Yes. With Gigi. She says, like, it's weird how the ego kicks in, even when you know you're not right for someone. Oh. Which I related to strongly. Mm-hmm. Where, like, when mm-hmm. like when you know you're not right for someone, but you still get upset if they don't right. like you. Yeah. Right. And then she asks about Danny. Right. That's interesting. For some reason, I didn't catch that as being about Bet. I thought she was, like, talking to, like, that makes total sense. That's really interesting. Yeah. I missed that line. And now Tom is here. Yes. 
Oh, Shane makes eye contact with Tess. Oh, yeah. This is a lot of eye contact Beth's, happening. Beth's looking at Gigi and Danny. Sophie and Finley are looking at each other. Shane's watching Tess. No one's watching Alice. Yeah. But luckily, Tom is here now. And then now. Tom arrives. And then Beth, it's interesting to see the way the show hasn't changed. Because, like, Beth's kind of biphobic. Oh, she, yeah. She's like, I don't want to think, imagine it, that or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. They're like, oh, that's the guy that Alice, Alice yeah. wants to... I mean, we are seeing, I guess, on t in television, the things that people say to their best friends that no one else hears. No, right? no I'm not. Com I'm not complaining about it. It was just a thing of being like, oh, it's. It, I thought it was actually interesting to have like in contrast with Sophie's reaction earlier, yeah. where she it wasn't even like, oh, you're dating a guy. Yeah. Where she was just like, oh my god, like tell me more. And with Bet, Bet's still like, ugh, I don't want to have to see that. Yeah. Like it checks out with Bet's character. Like it, it's <laughs> yeah, all I mean, real. After Henry. <laughs> You know, you know, hashtag not all men are Henry. So, <laughs> so I know I love Tom. And then <gasps> Betsy's Danny. Yes, this is. Interesting. Yeah. And is thrilled. Honestly, yes. there were moments in this where Bet reminded me of me where normally I'm really bad at talking to literally anybody. And then maybe I have like one drink and kill it at karaoke. And suddenly I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I can hang with the kids, you <laughs> know, like queen of but the only bar. but only for like 10 minutes because I'm going to go to an art show. Yeah. I wish I hadn't had a drink at all. Yeah. They like, they miss each other. They're like very excited to see each other. I thought this was Bet being weird about Danny spending time with Gigi. Like it was kind oh, of a power play, mm. but I'm sure there's like some real stuff here. Anyway, Danny tells Bet that she's working on something for them to work on together. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Is it a threesome? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is um, daddy's company going to like sponsor a Black Lives Matter art show? 100% that's yeah. where it's going. <laughs> this is really bold to be like, because Gigi and Bet are technically still together. Are they? I think so because later Danny mentioned something about like, does everyone cheat? Because she's like yeah. trying to be like, should I have sex with Gigi? And so like, <laughs> I think as far as she knows, they're still together. Or mm. I mean, they're like clearly it's like falling apart, but they're like still together. And she goes up to her former boss, who is dating the person who she's trying to have sex with, and is like, I'm working on a project for us. It's bold. I mean, it was hot, but yeah. it's bold. There are so many Danny Bet shippers. Like I know. Mm -hmm. I noticed in the comments on Showtime's like on their Instagram, like everyone's always like Danny and Bet, Danny and Bet. And I'm like, I don't think that's ever gonna happen. No, it's it? also it's also the opposite. I mean, maybe they'll hook up at some point, but I don't I mean I would love that, but I don't think I don't it's think happen. it actually would work very well because I think Danny falls into that exact spot that sort of Gigi does, where like Danny has less power than Bet, but she's also not at all a pushover. And mm. so like Bet needs someone who either is more powerful than her and like Pippa and is like or Jody, but also Jody didn't work. So we'll see how what happens with Pippa. But um and or she needs someone who's really submissive to her. Like Danny's exactly the kind of person who she shouldn't date, right. but they can have sex. So true. Yeah. And you yeah, sex is always an option. Um, speaking of sex, but not actually really, Shane goes back to the office where everybody has sex at Dana's. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the sex room, the sex room, the sex office. Oh. Um, and the Soxa <laughs> that failed. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to everyone <laughs> who's listening. The sex, 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 <laughs> like um, fascist but you're also sexy <laughs> like a sexy fascist oh, um no. Tess reveals that Sherry has dumped her and she blames Shane mm -hmm. she blames Shane she's like something has happened you did something uh -huh. and, and Shane's like I didn't Shane Shane's like no me I'm just a I'm just a little cat <laughs> just um, a country girl but okay 
Tess says... She said it was messy, so she was going to take herself out of the mix. Which is so clearly <laughs> yeah. code for yeah. Shane told Sherry that she has feelings yeah. for Tess. Like, yeah. Tess, Tess, you're smart. I've watched you run this bar single-handedly. Yeah. I know that you can read into this. Yeah. But she doesn't. She's just like yeah. ready to be mad can at I, Tess. Can I also say something on the record? <laughs> please, <laughs> no, please do. You can't... The record is open. You cannot... <laughs> Someone cannot break up with you who started dating you a week ago. <laughs> it's not a breakup. I just want right. to say, if we anyone, stopped seeing each other. If anyone listening yeah. dates me ever, I just or anyone it, dates anyone ever, anyone ever. It's, I mean, I'm asking it for selfish reasons, but I guess for the sake of the yeah. world, take yeah. this out to your yeah. other relationships. Like, you're that helping don't everybody me. right now, Drew. Right. I love to be of service. Um, yeah, a breakup is when you're in a relationship <laughs> and then it ends. A breakup is not when you're like starting up a fling with someone or I've hooked up with someone a couple times or even I've gone on some like really good dates. It can be disappointing. It can be super disappointing when you have something that feels like it's new and fresh and fun and happening. Yeah. Sometimes those are even harder than breakups because like the possibility in your, you have someone on such a pedestal and it's not saying that those things aren't hard or you don't deserve to like mourn them or to have feelings about them. Sometimes you still hung up on someone who you had like a brief fling with for a really long time because of whatever they represented to you or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you met someone at a bar like a week and a half ago, is it? Yeah. Like, I guess if you spent every second together, there'd be something like, has she? No, she's been at work. We've seen her. So I just like, it's not a breakup. She didn't break no, up with it her. Ended. She just ended it. So it ended. It's just, it drives me nuts. The amount of times that I've had to break up with people who I've hooked up with twice. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that her perspective on this relationship has been a little bit confusing from the start. They met at a party. <laughs> she flirted with Shane they made out in the back room. Then she broke up with her. This yeah. is not it's reality. Yeah. Um, <sighs> back at the bar, Gigi's sweater is making eyes at Bet to have oh, a conversation. <laughs> Bet is is a cold, cold. This is brutal. This was brutal. This <laughs> hurt. Cold icicle in the butthole. <laughs> that might Bette be fun Porter. for some people, though. Oh, actually, yeah, it is. It's I nice. And like, it's really hot out to put an ice in someone's butthole. I feel like <laughs> this was just cold yeah. icicle through the heart muscle. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, which is always unpleasant. I think. Yeah, maybe like she's already cold, and then she puts a cold <laughs> icicle in her butt. Yeah. Um, I do love that Gigi forces Bet to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like keeps pressing. And what Gigi doesn't know is that Bet loves to talk about core values. So, <laughs> <laughs> what went so wrong with us, Bet? Do you really want to talk about this? Yeah. Right now? Do. Now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think we both know that we're, we're not right for each other. I'm curious about your perspective. I think I need more. Do you really think there's someone out there who checks all your boxes, Bet? As a matter of fact, I know there is. It's just so mean. It's, it's so, so like mean. dismissive for no reason. <sighs> what? Can I make another? Um, say, can I say something else on the record for the community? Yeah, sure. Um, it's so easy when you're ending something, which this is maybe a breakup. I'm still going to call it an ending something. Mm -hmm. but we're like, honesty is good. Communication is good. But being mean when you are the person who's ending something is so unnecessary. Someone doesn't yeah. need to actually know like mm -hmm. what your issues are with them because they know that you don't want to date them. And unless it's like something, you know, unless it's like something abusive that you 
want to take on and share and say. But like, if you're just choosing that, like someone you think someone isn't smart enough for you, which is basically what Bet is saying, yeah, or cultured enough or whatever, like you simply do not need to say that. You can yeah. just say. I just don't feel it. You can say like, yeah, we don't have can, the right chemistry. There's just the not the day, a spark. Right. Yeah. You can have Drew write out for you what you should say to somebody and then you can copy it from your text message and then send it to the person if you want to. Yeah. I'm saying hypothetically. Hypothetically. hypothetically I've definitely hypothetically never person, done that for a reason. Hypothetically, a person could do that. Um, I just think that there's a way to be honest and clear mm -hmm. without insulting someone. Because at the end of the day, like, there's not an intelligence difference. There's not even like necessarily no. like a cultural, like a culture gap. It is Beth's taste. Literally. It is the things that exactly, Beth values, yeah, the Beth's ways that taste. Beth views intelligence. And so that is not actually a value judgment on Gigi at all. And the fact that Beth is so like myopic that she would think, oh, because I like art and I, <laughs> and I like to talk about things this way. Like also Beth's friends don't know anything about art. So yeah. does Beth want to talk about how Alice and Shane are stupid? Like yeah. it's just so, it's so mean. And especially when like Gigi's being vulnerable to be like, yeah. what happened with us? And also like we could, first she starts by being like, we could be fucking in the bathroom. Like she takes a swing and it's just like so, so mean to reject someone yeah. and then to do this to them. And like, I don't know. I'm like, it just was, it just felt so, it was so cruel. So cruel. And then, and then Gigi's like, do you really think you're going to find someone who checks all your boxes? Which and she's like, as a matter of fact, I know I yeah. can. I'm like that, that this is how you treat someone who has deeply wronged you. Yeah, exactly. has cheated on you. Yeah. You date people and it just doesn't work. Yeah, all the like, time. Almost everyone I've like dated, like I still think are great people. Yeah. And like many of them I'm friends with because yeah. they're awesome. It just, yeah. it just wasn't there. Totally. Like Gigi's only crime is being hot and slightly different than Bet. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. I don't know. It's right. So, it's so mean. And yeah. also, especially because like Bet yeah. went over yeah. there after Pippa in yeah. our la in the last episode, she yeah. was texting her wanting yeah. Gigi to come over and do like Bet yeah. kept it going. Yeah. I think Gigi was not reaching out. If anymore, I'm Gigi yeah. and Bet has texted me three times in the last week to come hook up because of unknown reasons right. and then goes, I think I can find someone more than you. Excuse me. Can yeah. you? Cause you called me three times the, this right. very week. The right. evidence strongly <laughs> suggests <laughs> otherwise. Like, I yeah. don't know. I anyway, we haven't seen Gigi reach out to bet ever. No, no not once. No, Gigi's the one who walked out of her house. Yeah. That's the one who's called her and was silenced, called her and got a no. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think we can, as a podcast and as a community come to the conclusion <laughs> that Gigi is, better than bet yeah i think uh -huh. yeah i mean yeah. a classic for us as lesbians yes that's so true <laughs> yeah absolutely for us as lesbians holy um, shit okay anyway alice is flirting with tom at the other end of the bar the only thing about this is he doesn't get it he does not understand it he calls her her friend everyone on this television show should remove the word friend from their vocabulary <laughs> yeah. it's only caused problems yeah it felt very realistic to me that this like cis straight man who's very outside yeah. queer community would have this like sort of cultural biphobia of being like, of like, it's not malicious, but it is just being like, oh, you're a very famous queer woman. You're not yeah. interested in me. Yeah. Um, and it like, it felt, it, sure. that felt really real to me. Um, I just, a couple I, yeah. chaotic things. Sorry. Do you have another thought? No, I this? just was going to say that I thought, I think Donald Faison's a really great addition to our lesbian show. Yeah, I love cute. him. He's, so, he's fun. so fun. Now I follow him on Insta. Well, that's nice. I might watch Scrubs. I kind of want to watch Scrubs. I think it'd be fun. Zach Braff. Um, I know the problem is Zach Braff. Yeah. I know. There are a couple of chaotic things going on at Dana's that I would like to point out. Number one, Please. everyone is having a conversation at normal human volume <laughs> while quote unquote karaoke is happening. Right, there's unrealistic. No karaoke. Mm -hmm. Number two. Yeah, <laughs> there's actually no karaoke <laughs> happening. And there's a dance floor, which means that this is like the weirdest karaoke. They were like, we're going to do four songs of karaoke throughout yeah. the night. And in between, there will be a big dance floor situation like did they think it's fine are the we bar, supposed to believe that karaoke is happening because the songs in the background were familiar like 
karaoke songs, but I was like, it sounds like the original. It, yeah. Am I just to assume that no one signed up to sing yeah, karaoke? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they're having a really hard time getting people to sing. But then Shane said it was a hit. I've just never been to a karaoke bar, party, etc., where there's like, the activity is karaoke, but also the dance floor is poppin'. Okay. Like those two Honestly, things. Honestly, this episode cost $15. <laughs> At the end of the episode, when they had like, they showed like the people who were the extra actors they had to credit, there were two people. It is very hard to do this kind of episode. Like it is cheaper, but it is also like organizationally very hard. There were extras mm. and like wrangling those yeah. people. And like the fact that they didn't want to add in like other people to like sing poorly in the background. I'm okay with that. I was ready for like a drunk lesbian crying and singing. That could have been like a comedic. I'm I'm just saying that for all the realism about what it feels like to go to a gay bar or like a gay party. Yeah, that's fair. There's not a lot of realism about what it feels like to be at a karaoke night event. And as a karaoke booster, that's what I'm here to talk about. Yes, I really Um, appreciate you taking on that important role. So Danny sits with Gigi. But first, Micah and Danny debrief the Mari Bell thing. Oh, okay. Briefly. And he's like, this is what happened. She was really weird. She hates me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to die alone. Yeah. She said that she had to solve the case (laughs) at the border before they could get (laughs) Right. Then Danny's like, well, there's a guy over there. Go flirt with him. He's been checking you out all night. Right. So Micah goes off Mm -hmm. to do that. Do you think this is what lesbians think it's like to be a gay man? (laughs) Because this happens to Micah at every bar. They're always like, that guy's been checking you out all night. Yeah. Honestly, I have not to be like, I have gay men friends, but I do. <laughs> and I do feel like this happens to yeah, them way more same, frequently yeah. than it does to me. Yeah, for and sure. And that's rude because both of them are extremely partnered. And guess who's not? Me. So oh. if anyone yeah, wants you guys to check me out at a bar, ch- yeah. let me know. Um. Anyway. Okay. This Then, okay. So so Micah goes to flirt with a boy and he's yeah. immediately replaced by Gigi Swessery. Yes. The turtleneck is up to her chin. I can't. In profile, it's, it's so much worse. to swallow her head. It got bigger every yeah, time. Like it's it closer and closer to her ears. Okay. Sophie right. sends a drink, which is the first thing Sophie does tonight <laughs> that made me go, <gasps> no. Everyone in this bar deserves at least a timeout. Yeah. They should all get locked into the sex office by themselves for just like half an hour. Like everyone is making insane choices. Yeah. Yeah. And also like she already has a drink and also they're all in martini glasses. And I I like test called bullshit on Shane earlier tonight and was wrong, but I'm going to call bullshit on this show and I'm going to be right. And the right thing I'm right about is martini glasses. You can't just walk around with a martini glass. It's very hard. Okay. Shane is trying to call Tess because Tess has left and the bar is immediately crumbling without her. We see no evidence to that, but like, uh-huh. I just have to believe that that's uh-huh. true. Uh-huh. Hilariously, Tess's voicemail says, if you have <laughs> reached my voicemail, try Dana's instead, yeah. which is just a funny detail. I'm going to make that my voicemail. Yeah. Try autostraddle.com instead. No, I'm going to say try Dana's. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, and Finley is outside <laughs> practicing her speech to Sophie. Uh, Hi. Okay, I'm just gonna say it again. I love you. I think I've always loved you and be with me. Fuck. And Shane is just like, babe, you gotta do your job. We need you. And then Finley says that she fed the rats already. <laughs> this so is funny. this is this made me laugh. This is sort of like last episode with like the or was it or two episodes ago when when it was like, oh, Danny took the like the, the red pepper. The red pepper. Yeah. Where I'm like, this is nonsense, but it made me laugh, so I will accept it. And Shane just stands there. Like, why did we hire this person? And yeah. again, I agree. But also Finley's little fake speech made me laugh too. Yes. When she just, so, she's like, be with me. Yeah. 
She's going through it, our girl. Yeah. Um, Speaking of incredible art, like this television <laughs> episode, we, for the first time in a while, leave and go to Pippa's uh, students' art show. Right. Pippa, who is both in seclusion yes. and teaching at a major university. Yep. Yes. No one's been able to find her for decades. Except for her students, students who are enrolled <laughs> in her course. Hmm. <laughs> um, Pippa's like, as she has previously, is like calling Bet out on like, on her shit she says that it's kind of inappropriate that she's here yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Bet's sort of like yeah i agree yeah but no Bet's like i'm here for your student who i heard was like an early, early Basquiat, Basquiat, which I know. the show loves to make I was like, the show loves to make references to incredibly famous artists yeah that like i'm like i think bet would make a little bit and sometimes they have nicher people but like i'm yeah. just like mm. um which it's also like okay bet we know why you're there but that's what she yeah. I mean, she sticks to her story. Yeah. She does. No, she yeah. does. She's committed. Art. She walks around looking at the art without Pippa. The new Basquiat, Basquiat Jr. in like 30 <laughs> years, Bet is going to find them in Topanga Canyon and yeah. be like, I was at your, your first, first show. Art show. And she's going to be like, she, can you stop hitting on me? She yeah. literally <laughs> says that later. And yeah. I was like, Bet loves to tell someone I was yeah. at your first yeah. show. Yeah. She's going to be going to like the Ohio State Fair and going to the art section for the 4-H competitions, which by the way is where you can just see like the most amazing art you've ever seen in your life. I love State Fair art I, competitions. I've never been to a State Fair art competition, oh, really? but I do love State Fair. So let's yeah. talk about that after. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So then, back at Dana's. Yeah. This is the unhinged. Okay, so oh yeah, so this so Mike is talking to that guy, uh huh, and Maribel just like zooms over, yeah, and is like, was that an experiment to you? What? Just to see what it would be like to sleep with a woman. Yeah, I we should clarify that because at first I was like, oh, is she talking about disability? Oh. And then it was like, no, she's just talking about like Micah hooking up with a woman, right? Right. Um, which I think when the first season of Gen Q, like part of being frustrated that I like, I really wanted to have like nuanced, interesting discussions that reflect my queer community. And I think in the, whatever, there was a whole pandemic. I think I've just been like, this is a soap opera. It's created by a cis abled, you know, white woman. And that is going to influence it. And there are obviously there's a writer's room filled with a lot of other people, but there aren't a lot of trans people. As far as I know, there are no disabled people. Mm. Um, I don't know that for sure, but I was happy that that was the route it went, but I don't understand why this is her reaction. I'm so confused. This fight doesn't make any sense. Because he's like, what? He's like, wait, you just shot me down. And she was like, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't enthusiastic enough for you. I'm like, what are you? What are you you talking about? You genuinely said no. You genuinely shot him down like pretty hard. Yeah. I not bet hard. I think the reason why this might like the, where I landed with this was like, Maribel has issues <laughs> the way that, I mean, the way that a lot of the characters have issues. Yeah. And like, clearly there's a lot of trust stuff going on. I mean, like nothing she's doing here is any more unhinged than like stuff that the other characters have done. Right. Like it doesn't, she, I guess because until now she's been written as so confident. Yeah. But I think, I think we also saw, like she said that she had a date with a guy who wasn't good enough for her. Mm-hmm. She also like her reaction to Micah. I mean, I still have an issue with this scene, but though her reaction to Micah, like, I don't know why they're writing her character this way, but it is consistent with like the way she reacted when Micah was complaining about Nat and his job. Mm -hmm. Like there is something that like, I don't know, like certain 
conflicts that she doesn't seem to know how to deal with or that she does like she does like turn on him pretty quickly which again i don't know why that's how they're writing her but it is starting to feel consistent with her character and i am like interested to see sort of like as it develops to see yeah. if it gets justified for me but like this this specific moment yeah. was the one that made me go most like huh this but, this is this was the scene that annoyed me yeah, the most in the episode it's also funny because their parent like sophie um and her parents are so, like her her mom and her grandma mm-hmm. are so great and they were like what is wrong with our yeah. daughters yeah um, <laughs> they're always flying off the handle um marvel also says that this doesn't feel like love and basketball which one obviously wanting your life to be like your favorite romantic movie is not healthy but two love and basketball is very messy it takes like it's oh like, really yeah it's i like never remember it <gasps> I did write Love and Basketball Ref. Did Drew write this? Oh my God. I, I thought it's that she was being, I thought time. it was obviously, and it obviously is a movie they've watched together. Like I thought she was saying that to sort of like bring him back down to earth and then, and then Micah would oh. laugh. But that's not what happened. Oh, that's okay, what but happens. that's interesting. But that's what I thought. Like that, yeah. that feels like something I would do if there was like an awkward thing. I'd be like, well, this is nothing oh. like it was on the L word. And then someone would be like, okay, we're being silly. No, but, you know? maybe, but maybe that was what she was trying to say was like, this isn't Love and Basketball. We can be clear with each other instead of like having an on again, like a complicated years long. Oh. Because the way Love and Basketball, it's like it's like split into four quarters, and each like quarter is like also like a period of their like of their Mm. lives and romance, and there's a lot of back and forth and a lot of complication. So maybe she was being like, I like a little bit reject you, and so you go off and have this whole other romance that's gonna like take up all these years of time. Mm. Like, but it is an unreasonable reaction. I think the way that she says it is this is nothing like my favorite romantic movie. That was also my initial interpretation, but it doesn't Um, really make sense in the context of the movie. Right. But yeah, but maybe that wasn't something else that doesn't make sense is the thing that Sophie and Danny are doing, which I would like to point out is exactly what I said they would end up doing, which Mm -hmm. is this weird in between thing of like, we're friends, Mm -hmm. but we're kind of flirting. Mm -hmm. Danny makes a joke about when she got left at the altar. Mm -hmm. She says that twice in this episode. And, like did Sophie leave? Because we didn't see it. Oh right! Like is she being literal? Like did Sophie walk out well, after I mean, that happened? I mean, I don't know. I would say that it, it. I would qualify even if she didn't like. Because I feel like Rachel left Barry at the altar. Yes. Like Shane left Carmen at the altar. Yeah. Right. But maybe it's just the easiest shorthand. There's not. A oh short, my god. <laughs> there's not a shorthand for like saying does this drink make up for you leaving me at the altar is easier than saying, does this drink make up for the fact that you yeah. cheated on me? And then you, the person you cheated on me with stormed our wedding and then made a scene at our wedding. And then in you left yeah. in a hat of all things. I really like, I really, really liked this because it was like Danny was both was, they were trying to be friendly, both the two of them, but then like, it was clear that like Danny couldn't help, but let her resentments bubble up, which like yeah. clearly, so it beats like presented in this joking way. And it's like, Ah, it's like yeah. not um but it also yeah. has like a flirty edge yes. to it because they've had sex recently yes. so then they kind of are like laughing and touching yes. and of course finley sees this she goes back to the sex office to chug a beer and just an aside this is not the fastest way to get drunk if the thing that you want is to get <laughs> yeah, drunk like you're at a bar yeah. I, as a sober person i don't need to like encourage finley to drink more but i don't uh-huh. think she's drinking super well uh-huh. if what her aim is is to get yeah. drunk yeah yeah because that's also just she's just gonna feel bloated but i guess she's used to drinking right, a lot of beer and she's just gonna like burp it's not it's not gonna feel like anything and yeah. what she what it shows is that she wants to feel right. better for having seen danny and sophie and right. the way to do that is like two back-to-back tequila shots not yeah. to be like haha i used to be a drunk but <laughs> but yeah um, that's, but yeah you're, that's actually just accurate information yeah. that you're sharing with us um 
anyway, they're in the sex office, but they're not having sex. They're having fights. Yeah. Hey, I don't know what you think you saw out there, Nothing. but that was just... I was just coming out to tell you to not hit on me, and then you were hitting on her, so it kind of just cancels the other thing out. It's like okay. physics or whatever. Okay, but Danny and I, we're... I'm just trying I, to... I, it's none of my business, okay? We're done, okay? You can talk to whoever you want, okay? We're just friends, right? Wait, is that what you want? Is that a joke? Of course that's not what I want. I think I've been pretty clear about that. All right, well, you we were fucking someone else the other day. Oh, I fucking heard you. know that's not real. So Sophie, God, you make it... I'm trying to get over you, and you make it fucking impossible. How? How do I do you that? You asked me to stay, so I stayed, right? Then you asked for space, so I gave you space. And anytime I'm near you, I... I feel something, and it's like... I, I just... Do you feel it? Do you feel it, or am I fucking crazy? Yes, okay, really... you're not crazy. Then what the fuck, dude? This is... I... This is hard. <laughs> this is so fucking hard. So it seems as though, like, Sophie has her feelings, but she's still hesitating to take the plunge with Finley. And because Reese, I think you've been saying this the whole time. Yeah. But she's like... Nobody thinks so much together i just want to say she only has like two friends so i don't know who everybody is <laughs> the whole right? the whole lesbian community of los angeles is talking about like, it like no i've heard no one else's opinion on this except danny who got heartbroken yeah. and people who her sister and her sister i guess but people who sophie or finley are telling their side to and right. then are reacting right. No, right no one has like an opinion that's like right. well this just wouldn't work anyway yeah. whatever yeah, and Finley's obviously really sad and it's just like You're never gonna choose me, are you? I don't know. It felt really real and and sad. I also think that some of it is Sophie, you know, with Sophie was with Danny, who was like now a CEO and like very right. much had that energy. And I think Sophie, in saying like no one thinks we should be together, I think that's also her way of communicating that she has an insecurity about like people are going to judge me for dating like a lesbian Labrador retriever. Right. Yeah. Like and who doesn't have her life together, yeah. who is a mess on several levels. Yeah. Like it's a big change. In, yeah. But what she doesn't realize is that no one cares about anyone but themselves. Yeah. It's all. interesting though this paralleled with Bet and Gigi's like breakup. Yeah. In the sense that like this dynamic of of like superiority and of like cultural cachet of relationship. I don't know. I just, it's yeah. so interesting to me, this idea of, I think it's fine to like want to date someone who has similar interests to you or like similar ambitions or whatever, but it's interesting the way it like keeps being framed as like this very central issue, mm. um, which I don't know, maybe it is for people, but um, I think it is. Yeah. So then Sophie sees Alice mm -hmm. and I didn't write it down but I wrote finally someone gives her good advice <laughs> so good on Alice you okay uh yeah I've been better you well the whole Tom thing is kind of backfiring really I mean he's here yeah so we were great friends oh. okay you know I'd make the first move usually but the possibility of rejection is like something I can't handle right now well you can't be scared forever uh, I think one more night of crippling fear is okay. <sighs> um, for me, I don't think. No? No. I... Finley's not that we bad. I know that. I love her. Yeah. So do I. Then I think, honestly, all she needs is Alice's endorsement. She needs someone's yeah. endorsement. Like, she needs yeah. someone to be like, yes, Finley is good. You right. can do that. Um... Finley 
is crying to Shane in a new surprise tiny back room of the bar. I don't think I've seen this space before. And Shane is like comforting Finley. I think Shane is very yeah, good. It's like, if you guys like each other, what's the problem? Yeah. yeah. You know? And then... Um, the question we're all asking. <laughs> great point. Right. And she's like, well, I think I, maybe I fucked it up. Maybe she's the one and I fucked it up. And then she's like, ugh, and our song is playing. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Oh my God. Before we touch... Come a little closer. Well, that doesn't look over to me. No, no, it doesn't. Holy shit. I gotta go somewhere, so you're gonna... You're gonna lock up tonight, okay? Yeah, 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 boss, of course. Go get him. Reese, do you want to just, just take this yeah, away? Yeah, you, you tell us about okay. this scene, Reese. <laughs> well, then, she's like, oh, uh, and then... Shane's like, oh, it's your song. And then Finley realizes, oh, my God, it's Sophie singing. And first of all, as advertised, uh, Rosani is an amazing singer. Yeah. Come through Juilliard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but she goes out there and, and Sophie's singing um, closer. And before we talk about how sweet it is, we should also talk about how completely inappropriate it is. Unbelievable. Un- un- absolutely unhinged. Danny is right there they're all looking in each other's eyeballs yeah. like sophie is not just singing finley and like her and finley's song she's like singing it to, to finley. finley she then she says and then she finley. puts finley's name into the song she adds commentary to the song which is when danny loses it when she's like oh, you think lately, and this is true is getting underneath me <laughs> oh, all i dream yeah this and is, danny yeah. rightfully storms out yeah. and of course Gigi and her turtleneck follow because Gigi loves, <laughs> loves nothing more is, than a crisis yeah. yeah this is so evil like yeah I, it I, is unbelievably i, I, I like <laughs> it's funny because i think people are really quick to like be mad at sophie this season yeah. and i'm not still i just find this i'm like wow this is so i mean I will say this is like a classic of rom-com, right? Like mm, a classic is, yeah. of, of, of like the genre is like big grand gesture because these are the people who we care about. And this is the relationship we care about. And it's actually, if you like take a step back and like, look at the action that happens, like interrupting a wedding, like, you know, which boarding hap- a plane full yeah. of people that are trying to fly somewhere. It's like, these are all actions that are actually, it's why like grand romantic gestures are actually not very romantic. Usually in my opinion, mm-hmm. sure. I don't really like them, but, um, I think like small personal romantic gestures are usually better, but I'm not judging Sophie. I'm not, I'm not judging the writer's room. I'm simply like getting glee from the (laughs) evilness on display and how I know that it's not actually that bad because Danny's just going to like go fuck Gigi. And so she really wins. Right. Genuinely their minds. Yeah. The other thing about this scene is that, and Drew's point just now is that it makes me think that TikTok I sent you guys, it's like, Sophie is the Jenny of the L word Gen right, Q. Which Sophie is the bet yes. of the L word Gen yes. Q. Yes. If like yeah. if we're ma- I wouldn't map them like this, but no, no. if we're mapping them like right, this. Right. Yeah, there's no Jenny. There's, there's no, no anyone, Jenny. But there's I, no anyone, but, 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 I, like, but I know I very much agree with what you're there's saying. There's especially no Jenny, and there is especially potentially two bets. And I know that everybody says like Danny is similar to Bet, but I but think she's not. Danny no. is so righteous. Danny's in the actions that Sophie has taken, there's some Bet Porter. There. Yeah, anyway. I think the same way that Finley is Shane, which she's not, but like I yeah. think right. Sophie would be the that's if you have to pick someone to be so like yeah. Sophie from um, the original, you're But it's also right. I think a pre because like obviously this relation they they're bros. Their number one activity prior to all of this romance 
was getting wasted together and riding bikes to the bar. Like right. these, these right. this is going to be a chaotic yes. couple. And yes. I can relate to that. I've been in a, I've been that chaotic couple and it's really funny. It's fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, be fun. But so aside from the fact that this is completely evil and fucked up to do to Danny, um, Sophie doesn't say Finley's name until Danny's gone, but also the where she inserted Finley's name just like was cringe to me. So I, I agree. It was really like, cringy. It was so weird. And everyone was cheering for them, obviously, which Finley's thank crying. God Danny was gone by that point. Yeah. Like Finley cries. Sophie sweet. cries. Yeah, they're both crying. It's sweet. And also secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> like the whole time I was like, yeah. oh God, I like this for you too, but I wish I didn't have to watch it. Yeah. Um, Rosanne Zayas, not only a great voice, but really good enunciation. Someone yeah. is classically trained, <laughs> baby. Um, and Finley has a look on her face like no one had. I don't think anyone's ever done anything for her before ever yeah, in her no. life. Maybe. I mean, I don't think she's ever been in a situation where anyone where she cared deeply about someone and they cared deeply about her. Like, yeah. it's never been that. I don't think anyone's ever given her any gestures no. of any kind. Um one thing about it, it's really while this song is happening is that Alice is not standing anywhere near Tom, which is so weird. If you invited someone to a bar, <laughs> you want to go meet to an, ladies for her. Mm, I forgot about that. I was like, why would you not be standing next to him? Anyway, Sophie's rendition of Closer inspires her to go walk over to Tom. Great. I love Good. that. Okay. So then Danny's outside, tells Gigi she isn't fine. Obviously, Danny <laughs> Danny says that like this, these are supposed to be her people and Gigi's like, they still are, which is it's true. So, is it? <laughs> I think it is true. Like, I think that I still do think that like ultimately like, I mean, Danny knows bed is like Sophie mm. knows Alice like right. you know there's no reason yeah. why like eventually whatever I um, do want to say that the way that Danny freaks out makes it sound like she was having a bad time the whole time and maybe she was and we didn't see that but like if I were Danny and I had just stormed out while closer was being sung by my ex and Danny walks for the entirety of this performance by the way um I would be mad that Sophie did that like right there's less about this is a, a oh, yeah, recurring theme with me and Danny where like she gets mad about something and I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then the thing she's mad about is different than what I thought she would be mad yeah. about, which is yeah. like, Sophie embarrassed the hell out of her. Right. Just yeah. Now. Right. But instead it's sort of this thing of like, I can't believe I can't even go to this bar right. with my people, right. which is like, they're similar. They're yeah. related, but it's not the thing I would have been super right. mad about. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I think it's, she's in a really shitty position because like her, everyone else lives together yes. and they all work with each other. She doesn't live with any of them. She doesn't work with any right. of them. And like, so she's on the outside. And so she was like clearly the wronged party. I think like what is hard for her is that she doesn't realize to the degree to which no one is thinking about her or right. caring. Yeah. Right. You know, that everyone is fine to just go on with their lives. They're all you know? having their own But dramas. she feels, and I understand, like I've been on both sides of this and it's like, I understand that she feels like everyone's thinking about her and talking about her when she, but she's wrong. Right. But, but like, I know why she feels that way. But also like Sophie doing that, I feel like is a very much like this, trying to make her feel like, and I don't think Sophie did on purpose. I don't think she thought for one fucking second that Danny was in the room and that it would be inappropriate. Right. But like it does, it's a pretty, but that has a good way to make someone feel unwelcome. And that has its own sting to it. Right. Yeah. That Sophie would do that without thinking about Danny is like a whole different thing. If it were like a bet thing where Sophie went up and pointedly sang a song about how Danny was horrible. (laughs) and You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that would be different. I think Sophie was, aware that Danny I think it was a pointed thing in the sense of being like she's trying to communicate to Finley that like Danny's here and I'm going to say in front of Danny that I like you yeah which in in, well, in her brain I wish she hadn't <laughs> yeah like I think in her brain she's like I have to prove something because Finley is hurt and she it's like yeah, yeah but what oh, about yeah, that's true because I think she has this idea of Danny that like Danny kind of can't get hurt like where she's like because Danny like has 
a certain energy. I don't know. It's like interesting yeah. to to watch this where like Sophie takes on this like sort of caring role of being like, I need to make sure one, she wants to win Finley's heart, but she also is like, I want to like comfort Finley. And yeah, it's like I, did, I did this on again accident once. Also, mm. this is sort of that <laughs> Tina Jody stuff, don't you think? Like yeah. a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, anyway. Danny, Danny asks Gigi to get out of there. Very excited to see where that goes. And um, mm-hmm. then we go back and Finley's dancing. I know, and Finley's so happy. Yeah, it's and very they're sweet. so cute. Micah looks sad. Micah is, is yeah, a little unhappy. bit sad and leaves. And then Alice makes her big play to Tom, yeah. which I thought was really cute. It was. it was like, do you want to dance with me? Yeah. Trying to make somebody jealous. Your wingman is here. Let's do it. Hey. Hey. I want to dance with you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Not as friends. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Want to do it? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't think that you. Well, well, now you know what I think. Okay. Come on. I'm excited. You don't have to talk. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Okay. This hot, like, <laughs> Hollywood. He was, like, already overwhelmed by how, like, the set were. Like, there's just a lot of stuff about Leisha Haley and Alice that would be like, uh, me? Yeah. Um, Leisha Haley has so much chemistry with everyone. She, it's, yeah, like, really one of her skills. great. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> it was so and he's cute. like, yeah. And they're all dancing to a song that would not be played at this bar, I, I think. But I'm happy for them. I wonder who's singing it. karaoke (laughs) yeah whose whose karaoke song choice was this um we once again leave yes dana's because shane is going to test his everyone's getting a big gesture moment everyone's getting their time to shine Mm -hmm. so shane is going to Tess's, and tess is still mad Mm -hmm. and is like what did you tell sherry why did you you know Mm-hmm. what happened here you've ruined something for me again something very small just in this grand scheme of things but it's fine yeah um well yeah she wants to like confess what yes. she told sherry a little bit of what she told sherry which mm-hmm. is basically to back off because tess is too good of a person for sherry's games basically yeah she's like and, right, protective of her yes and she and she's protective of her she says because she cares a lot about tess uh-huh. and then tess is like now hold on <laughs> what else did you say? Like, yeah. now I can tell that there's something different happening here. What else did you say? And Shane doesn't tell her. Yeah. No. And they don't kiss, which I thought they might in the door. Yeah, there's, there's that charge. They get really yeah. close. Yeah. And oh. also Tess is wearing a great robe. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, which I don't feel like Shane even commented on. I, yeah. Not enough attention paid to the robe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then speaking of people who uh, feel like they're about to kiss, um, <laughs> bet is, with Pippa and they're bonding over one of Pippa's students. Mm-hmm. Um, the baby boss cat. Yes. Still? And um, it's really, you know, I love this. I love when Bette talks about art. It's really the best look on her. Um, it's hot. And um, then Bette makes another play for signing her. And Pippa eventually says that it would be hard to pass up like a real offer I'm a little bit confused about this. I don't. I was saying I don't think any of us know enough about what's going on. I couldn't even comment on if this is correct or not. My, like, yeah, my understanding was that she was saying like, I don't want to like sign with the gallery. If you want to through the gallery have like something that is focusing on just me, I don't. I'm, no, I'm trying. She already told her. She yeah, I'm trying really hard, that. but I don't really actually understand how. I thought that Bet had already promised Pippa a gallery show. Yeah. I don't know enough about galleries to understand, but basically Pippa's like, 
do this thing for me yeah. and then I might be enticed. And Bet's like, bet. Okay. And if, and if yeah. do you, are artists represented by galleries? Like, is she saying, don't, don't just be my agent, book me a show? I don't know. If you understand Maybe. this and live are in the art world, please uh, email us at tellembackcast.com. Yeah. Call yeah. the hotline. No, no to, is, that a, is that it? But, but is the, Lauren will tell you the info at the end, end. of the pod. <laughs> Call the hotline, Ellen send Backcast, us an email. Tellembackcast at gmail.com. That's what it is. That's why I was. What did you say? I said to Ellenbeckcast dot com <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not right um okay i thought we were gonna get a sex montage but we're not nope, we're just, just gonna get alice doing sexuals with this man yeah tom tom and alice have sex and um i sort of what i was talking about previously with tom like i i, I think i wish that this straight sex scene didn't feel so different it feels so much like this is what it's like to have oh, really? sex with a straight man that's how it didn't feel that way to you no oh okay because I was just thinking about like the way that like the sh- quote unquote straight sex scenes in Vita are and how they're like just as like weird and nuanced and interesting. And like, I think I wanted a little bit of that. I mean, I know that like Tom has been framed as being vanilla. So maybe it's just like, what I, makes say, sense, I think but- he, I've, I thought it was just like, he's fumbly, but yeah. it seems like they like each other and are yeah. having. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much not vanilla sex we we have on the show, even from the queers. Well, it's not even about vanilla. It's not even about like being kinky as much as it's like, I, we didn't see like Donald Faison's tongue around Leisha Haley's finger or anything, you know, like oh, right. I'm just saying like oh. little moments that are like the show is very, it's not, it's not very like kink heavy, but it's very like heavy with showing like, it's very tongue heavy, honestly. Like it's very, it's just very like, it's very, yeah, it's very, it very, follows kisses. Yeah. And it's very specific. And I think, I think yeah, this, that's true. This, I mean, but I should get, cause he's fumbling. It fits his character. I think I just was like, I'll be interested as they continue to have sex. If we get any sort of like, I don't know, to see how they're to see how they're sure. framed and shot. It's like it's just like sort of framed as like I think a little bit like maybe Alice being like, oh, like Alice has been off having all this queer sex and like she missed having this like straight sex. And it's just again, like that's not, I don't think the experience of most bisexual people of like, oh, now that you're having sex with like a cis straight man, like this like the sex has to be radically different. I think I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm not I guess I shouldn't talk because I've never had sex with a cis straight man. But I just like I know it can be radically different. I just think that like at this point in her life, don't you think Alice like has things that she's into and knows where how she wants to be touched? I think I would be like, oh, this is going to be really simple. And yeah. Like I would be like, okay, like I hundred percent, I go. would be right where Alice is. I just okay. be like, Oh, you know, it's there and we're going to do this. You're going to lift me up. You're going to put me, this is so simple. And now we're done. The rules of it are <laughs> from my experience, once I was doing it, pretty simple, it's really straightforward. straightforward, very straightforward. They don't have to be always, you know? which I think is Drew's point. Like, yeah, that's all yeah, I'm saying. It could be different. Yeah. But it really never is until until like you are really with someone. I was like, you gotta get them. really but deep also, in there. But also to be fair, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's kind of what's exciting about queer sex is that there isn't anything straightforward. And right. so, so from even your first time with someone, you're kind of, there's a lot of like figuring out what you guys want to do together. Whereas right. with straight men, it's pretty, straight yeah, cis men, it's pretty like straightforward. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Maribel's watching Love and Basketball and so, so is Micah, Micah, but not together. Um... Shane and Tess are on Shane's porch talking about the karaoke and mm-hmm. Shane is like mad at Alice for like sort of lovingly, but still mm-hmm. is like Alice will never take no for an answer. And I just, this is what I wanted to say earlier when we were talking about whether they were good people or not. I don't think I've ever heard Shane say one nice thing about Alice on this television program, mm. at oh. least not in the new iteration. Mm. Like she's always like, 
that was Alice's fault or like Alice wow. is just well, like that. Well, and she it's was like, like, Alice gets on these things. Was that bad? It's not really bad, I guess. It's just like this weird, I don't yeah. know. I think that what it's aiming for is like, we have this very long lived in friendship. I know mm. the most annoying things about is her Jamie and like, I singer? still love her. I don't know. And I think it does kind of succeed, but I wish that one time Shane would be like, we did the, again, we did the karaoke thing that Alice makes us rehearse and it was fun. <laughs> That's all. I don't think it's, it's not really a rehearsal. For you. you want rehearsal content. Yeah. I want rehearsal content and I want Shane to be acknowledging yeah. that they crushed at karaoke totally. and yeah. it was all because of Alice's preparation. Totally. Yeah. Justice for Alice being a freak. Okay. <laughs> Shane asks Tess to sing. It's cute. Tess doesn't sing, but it's still cute. And then Sophie and Finley are home. They're stumbling through the yeah. house. They're making out. They mm. do not have a conversation about whose bed they're going to go to, which I was like, that seems doomed. And then I was kind of right. Mm -hmm. Well, why would they go to Finley's? She's like, it would be like, yeah, it would sense. be like if you guys had sex in your little tool shed. Oh, yeah. Does she live in like a She's I in like the back room. room. Mm. Yeah. But crucially, the reason to not have sex in Sophie's bed is because it used to be Sophie's and Danny's, which yeah. is what but she's right. They up. have to get over that. Wait, wait that's so, true. But Danny took the red pepper, but not the bed. Maybe she was like so offended by Sophie having sex ever that she was like, I yeah. can't have this bed that we had sex in. I, I, believe, I buy that. No, I believe that she didn't use the bed. I just would imagine she would have taken the bed and thrown it in the trash. Right. The way that she did all of the other furniture, which is what we discussed that last yeah. time. And then I got yeah. silenced. Um, anyway, <laughs> they are so excited to finally be yeah. doing it. And they also have a lot to catch up on. For There's example. A, <laughs> a lot of apologies flying back and forth. Yeah. We also get some clips from the trailer that we've been waiting for that I'm scared there. I'm mm -hmm. not going to be so scared anymore. Mm -hmm. It's you and me, mm -hmm. you know, and also she says that she was going to go to Kansas city with Finley, which Finley, obviously that was not even remotely on her radar. Cause also Sophie really wasn't invited to Kansas city. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, She's so like, Oh right. When you ran to the airport and at yeah, the end, right, it was at like, the end of the first season, when yeah. I was sitting on the plane and then you ran yeah. to the airport and I had no idea. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That backstory was for us. And yeah. I appreciated it because I did feel like that's where she was going. Yeah. yeah. And not just because we did a diagram of the entire airport yeah. ourselves on like a map with string. Do you think that she, we don't need to get into this, but I just want to say that ticket, we don't need to get into this, but I just do want to say that as a person of Kansas city experience, <laughs> tickets from Los Angeles to Kansas city are not cheap. Right. So if she was planning on going to Kansas city, like did she buy it? How far did we get in the yeah. planning right. to right. go? Yeah. Like, there, Maybe she bought. You a would ticket. probably fly Southwest, which is a totally different terminal of LAX than wherever Danny was flying for Hawaiian Airlines. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know yeah. that they're not writing for the audience of me, who is the but LA lesbian yeah. of Kansas City experience. They but they could be. They yeah, they could have asked me. They I could have told them. I could have told them a whole yeah, bunch. Of they could have just this. DM'd you about it. Yeah. Anyway, then we go to. Gigi and Danny. The oddest button of all time, in my opinion. <laughs> eating ice cream. Oh, I was obsessed with this. <laughs> as we've established. Um, they're eating ice cream. They're talking. And then... Gigi says... They've changed. What? I told you I'd let you know if my feelings for you changed. And they have. They've changed. As though anyone would have any context for what that means. I love it. And Danny's like, didn't you know immediately? No. Did you? I, 
Yeah, but like I for sure did. Yes, but I I get why like like Danny would be like what like I get why Danny was a human person. But I I knew what she meant. Yeah, that is so unhinged. And then she goes, but I think it's a game. It's like I think because then Danny goes, and then she said, I also want to throw in that Gigi says it like says that they've changed and then like seductively licks her ice cream cone. I yeah, want that. She like has sex with her spoon. It's yeah. far more kinky than what Alice and Tom were yes, doing. Yes, very much. <laughs> um, and then Danny's like, what's changed? She's like, my feelings. And then she walks away and Danny looks overwhelmed and I was obsessed. <laughs> I loved it. I love Gigi. Danny is stunned in a way that I was like, that I liked. Yeah. Great work there. Ugh. Gigi is a little bit crazy though, yeah? She is oh, kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, that is an asset, not a... <laughs> <laughs> no one on this show is normal. I feel like the most Angie. level-headed person on the show is Shane. Yeah, yes. it's really interesting. Which is such but a... Shane, but this is such a fucking Shane thing to do. This sort of like fuckboy thing to do where you present yourself as being so level-headed but your actions continuously are shitty. But this season, I don't think her yeah, actions she, have been shitty. Who is she hooked up with? Last season, for sure. Yeah. She, oh, she, and she yeah, I does guess that's say true. I don't really Tess, blame her for the whole she kind thing of, with Lena Waithe. She kind of is like, oh, right. right I don't really blame that. her for that. The writing was just bad. Yeah, that was a terribly written story. Everyone, everything yeah, about that everything was, was bad in that. Up. She does apologize to, or not apologize, but she's like, Tess, I know that I screwed you over by having sex with your girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of nice. Were too. they There's even like, girlfriends? Maybe they just met the weekend yeah, before. Yeah. And Tess was like, <laughs> this is um, Lena broke up with me because of you. And Shane was like, I don't know. You guys Lena together. was like, we broke up. That's yeah. what Lena told Shane. Right. Yeah. But it still wasn't okay. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the and, episode. And that's our bottle up. Uh, oh, you guys. Did we like it? <laughs> Let's start with Drew. I <laughs> loved it so much. I just like, I know it's not perfect. I know there's still some things here and there that I'm like, mm. yeah. but I just, I had so much fun watching it. Mm. And I, the things that usually bother me about the show weren't really present. And all the, so many things I wanted were there. So many things I wanted for, even though the Micah Maribel stuff like felt a little weird. Like it's, it's so what I wanted for this character since episode one. Mm. And I'm just like, there's just like so much fun stuff. And I, everyone was hot and it was chaotic and I miss gay astrology and I miss those sorts of nights. And um, yeah, I really loved it. Now, like who knows revisiting it? Like if I will, keep it up in that top tier of L word episodes, but I really would be surprised if it wasn't my favorite episode of Gen Q, at least up until this point. Who knows? Maybe they're just going to hit yeah. a stride and everything's going to be great. <laughs> I guess it probably is my favorite episode of, what was my favorite before this? Oh, the, LA, the one where they had the threesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Which is like the thing, I also really loved this episode and I think the thing that is most fun for the L word, and I, I think in the original this happens too, but less around like big events is like having everyone connected over one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like the like text tree of the L word or like, right. you know, like when mm-hmm. things sort of like ripple through yeah. the cast, that mm-hmm. is always kind of fun. And that's sort of what this felt like. Yeah. And I think they've, I mean, they've really set up like more ongoing romantic storylines that involve existing characters than I don't <laughs> think, than I think ever before. Like yeah. they've really just put everyone into the cesspool. Like there's no outside. Just, just right. It's not like just Tom. Someone yeah, Tom is the for- only, uh, is the only interloper. Yeah. Everyone else is, was there all along and everybody has feelings about all of these relationships. Yeah. It's really fun. Like having Gigi date 
both Bat and Danny, like bold. Yeah, it's and really I salute bold. it. I really I love, love it. it. I love Gigi yeah. so and, much. And she's dated not and hooked up with Alice. Right. Gigi, I love you. Yeah. I can't wait until I we find out what happens to the rest of her shirt. Do you think yes. in the, the next episode she's going to be wearing just like a dicky cleavage down yeah. to down to tucked mm-hmm. in? That's it. Yeah, like it's going to be just going to be like a. Yeah. I guess that's like a strapless top, but yeah, but sweater version. Yeah, which I think is very cool for fall. <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah, um, how do you guys sure. feel about the development of Sophie and Finley's relationship? I mean, other than it being pure evil, how it was done, <laughs> I'm like, I'm excited that they're together. I like them together. I'm excited that that's like where we're moving towards. Mm-hmm. Are you, you're excited? Oh, I'm just curious because I you love, let me talk about that scene. So oh, I, love yeah. I love a karaoke scene as a um, romantic gesture, like in Go More Girls. Do you think that Sophie and Alice should start a band? Yeah. Yes, very much so. So, that could so. be a fun after work activity for them. Yeah. 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 Maybe I mean, that should Alice be their, that should be their next segment. Oh yeah! Instead of, band. instead of historical wonder, lesbians, it's like of everyday queer heroes. <laughs> I wonder if Alice ever sings on her show. Oh yeah, yeah that's she interesting. Should. She should. Rosie would sing on her show. Hmm. Ellen if, danced. If, oh, if the writers of the Alice show are listening to this, <laughs> we have some pitches. <laughs> yeah, we have some ideas for segments. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of To Ellen Beck Generation Q, one of two podcasts brought to you by Autostrada.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 2 Back, and you can also email us at 2LNBackCast at gmail.com. Don't forget, we also have a hotline. Yes, it still exists. Give us a call, leave us a message, or just give us a piece of your mind. You can reach us at 971-217-6130. We also have merch. Head over to store.autostraddle.com. There are Bet Porter for President t-shirts. There are two Ellen Beck stickers and lots of other simply iconic Autostraddle merchandise. Our theme song is by the talented B. Sedwell. Our brand new two Ellen Beck Generation Q logo is by the incredible Jackie Co. Jackie is so, so talented and you should definitely go check out her work. I've linked her website and socials in the show notes. And definitely let us know if you want us to make stickers of the new logo because I think those would look pretty sick. This episode was produced, edited, and mixed by me, Lauren Klein. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Taylor Klein and on Twitter at LT Klein. You can follow Drew everywhere at Draw Gregory. That's Drew in the present tense. You can follow Annalisa on Instagram at Analoka with two A's and on Twitter at Analoka with one A and an underscore. You can follow our in-house Elward Savant and living legend Reese Bernard everywhere at Ottawin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, the reason why we are all here, Autostraddle.com. Okay, so sticking with the trend of last week with our now full of intention L words, we are going to end this episode with an L word that describes what we thought of this episode. So Drew, Reese, and Elisa, what are your L words? Mine is really more of a phrase, but (laughs) let's do this. Because the energy that I want, I, I'm like, I love this episode. And now, like, you, you know, you, you're doing things the way I want them. And, and like, let, let's just, like, keep this rolling. Obviously, every episode won't be, like, a fun karaoke episode. But, like, some of the ways that things are improving in, in the way that the writing is and the storylines, et cetera, et cetera. Like, let's just keep going. Let's just make the L word this fun soap opera that we can, like, scream about and enjoy these beautiful evil characters. 
Mine is Lady Gaga because I think that's a great karaoke choice. That's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Mine is um, lactose intolerant. You do that one a lot. Say, I think you've done that one already. <laughs> what? Huh? You, you no. could you could you could just say you could say landslide another is, great karaoke choice. This is oh. the first time I've said okay lactose intolerant. Great, great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, landslide. Because you can say lactose intolerant, and for this episode, it's because Ben or Danny and Gigi are um, eating ice cream. Are you intolerant to their to Gigi being hot with an ice with ice cream? No, I think everyone should make love to a plastic spoon at least once in their lifetime. Yeah, it really does it for me. I'll, I feel okay. Like I'll say lavender. Oh. Because that's like a pretentious flavor of ice cream that probably yeah. Gigi would order. Yeah, I see that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. Um, I'm going to go get some lavender ice cream oh. and hope that I run into Gigi. That's so cute, you guys. Thanks. Um, I am going to um, love, love Carol. This is the way. It's the way.